and his mother are sold to Mr. Zedekiah Stone of Farmingham, Massachusetts. And Mingo grows into a strong, big child, five foot ten inches by the time he's sixteen, and muscled as any field hand. He learns to manage crops and to caw like a crow. And he holds acquaintance with another slave named Crispus. Crispus runs off from his master around 1750. And Mingo starts thinking about that freedom, too. Crispus is older by a decade and destined for a sad kind of fame. Oh, yes. This nation remembers Crispus Attucks, killed in the Boston Massacre. But it does not remember Mingo, though through his seed great things would happen. He would be an ancestor of Quacko Walker Lewis, one of the first black Mormons to be ordained into the Mormon priesthood. By the time the Mormon missionaries found Q. Walker Lewis, he was already a conductor on the Underground Railroad and most worshipful Grand Master of the Prince Hall Masonic Lodge of Boston, largest Masonic lodge ever established for blacks in America. He was a man of power and prestige, seeking a religion which would honor what he stood for. Little did he know how deep his roots would drop into Mormonism, how much authority he would find and not find, and how important he would be to its history. And he was not the only black person to join. The stories I am set to tell recollect several black Mormons. Jane James was one of the earliest. Eventually she would meet Q.W. in Salt Lake City. But their stories and others start before Salt Lake City even existed. Chapter 1 It's Time Delilah Abel whispered into her sleeping son's ear. Elijah opened one eye. Mama? There was no dawnlight he could see. Seemed he'd only just gone to slumber. Elijah's toes, peeking out of the panel, let him know this was one cold November night. He sat up. Wake up your brothers, Elijah. Ain't morning. He looked at her. It was dark, but he could make out Mama's face, wearing the most serious expression he had ever found on her anyways. His Mama was a happy sort when she was home, loved dancing. In the years when they had gone to church, Mama did the clap seeing better than anyone. But this moment, she was either set to do murder or run away, and it wasn't hard to guess which. Elijah knew the information he had given her yesterday had set her mind. He knew what... It's time meant, and yes, indeed, the time had arrived. He just wished it had come calling on a warmer night. Elijah watched Jeremiah and Daniel on the bed next to his. Daniel was on his stomach, snoring peaceably. Jeremiah's eyes were fluttering like he was dreaming something fast. When he shook their shoulders, Daniel waved his hand as if swatting a fly. Jeremiah just lay there, didn't move a finger. Up, Elijah ordered. Daniel moaned. You the new rooster? Let me loan. The mattress ticking was corn husks. They used corn husks ticking a lot back then, and truthfully, these boys were lucky to have a mattress at all. The husks rustled when Daniel rolled over. Mama say so, Elijah stated. Now those words had about the power of God. When Mama say something, you listen. That's the way it was then, and the way it ought to be now. Daniel moved his mouth, like he was saving up spit for an answer. He was older than Elijah by a year, give or take, they were both near twenty, but shorter by a handspan and heavier by twenty pounds. He sat up and punched Jeremiah, which was pretty typical. Jeremiah cried out loud enough to make Mama flap her arms and hiss, Hush! 
Jeremiah was the oldest of the boys. He was high yellow of complexion and looked right then like he'd been sucking lemons in his sleep. Massa calling us again? His voice was tired raspy. Not Massa this morning, whispered Mama. Then Jeremiah's whole face woke up. It was no secret Massa's tobacco crop was a failure. Only the able boys and Delilah were left as slaves, where once there'd been thirty. One by one, the others got sold down the river, including Elijah's woman, who a fortnight before her sale had birthed his daughter. That baby had gone with her, without a name, though Elijah had named her in his mind. Delilah. After his mama. They knew mama had been scheming her own plan for over a year to keep her boys put, and they all knew Massa was getting old and falling down drunk more nights than not. Massa didn't take pleasure in Delilah Abel as he once had.